the college basketball experience national championship game preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DSF app where you can, this thing is awesome. You can, you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is here. And in honor of the Masters, we are giving away a tailor made driver. Just go to sg.pn slash masters or click the contest link in the SGPN app today. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it rock. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience national championship preview. My name is Colby swing database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Patty C. In the place to be is about to join us. We're talking national championship. I mean, what's I mean, what a what an amazing game we had just the other day. And uh, yeah, so with no further ado, let me get to it. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C. In the place to be. Hi, how you doing, pal? I mean, what, what a uh, first, there's so many ways I could take this thing here. Um, first off, happy national championship. We have an eight seed Patty C in the national championship. Uh, you know, one could wonder in football. That's what's funny is in football. They're like, uh, you know, the, the, the blue bloods would actually get protected. Take this example, North Carolina yeah. having a down year. They figured things out late. We've seen this before in college football. Look at uh, Utah last year. Um, you can go. I mean, there's plenty of examples you can use for this. Uh, as the season ended, you know, certain teams kicked it into another gear, but perhaps they're judged by their uh, week one or week two performance, which I think is criminal. And uh, and and you now you have it. An eight seed, a blue blood eight seed, is in the national championship with a chance to win the the national championship. I think it's great for the sport. What do you think, buddy? Yeah. And you know, the, the, the point that they're all trying to make is, Oh, in the end you get the blue bloods anyway, you know, a, that's not the case, you know, check the last time we had a tournament that wasn't the case. Uh, but B 
again, we don't mind the blue bloods getting in as long as they've earned it. You know, if, if they make it clear that they've earned it, then yes, uh, I have no problem with watching them win the yeah. national championship and I would celebrate it with them. But if there's a, a doubt about who the best four teams are and they're always just giving it to the teams that have been there before, then yeah, I, I have, I do have a problem with that. And so uh, what we're seeing though, based on the stats we looked up is, you know, the tournament does even though you do get these chalky things sometimes where all four of these teams were blue bloods this year, the previous tournament, I don't know that. I mean, I guess UCLA, obviously Gonzaga's pushing it, but uh, who are the other teams? Uh, well, you had Baylor, you had Baylor and then you had Houston. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't consider either of those necessarily blue blood. And before that, Texas tech and Virginia and what Auburn and uh forget who Texas tech plays. So, I mean, yeah, maybe every few years you get a, a super chalky tournament and that's fun too. It's just when it's the same friggin' teams well, every single year, it's uh, not even chalky. You don't mess. You know, it's not even chalky because they only had one of the original one seeds make it to the NCAA final four. And that was Kansas. They're in the national championship. So clearly the, their rankings weren't accurate, right? <laughs> you right, know right. what I mean? Chalk. Like, yeah, you're right. It, it's not at all chalky. Having an eight seed, this is uh, one of only five times that's ever happened. So, yeah, I mean, again, uh, having blue bloods in the championship, do I want to see variety? Yes. But if they've earned it and gotten there, then uh, sure, I would love to see them. It's fun in its own right. I mean, so. how, how many times have we seen in college football where, like, and I don't want to go too deep on this because I know we got to preview this game, but like one team starting the wrong quarterback for week one. And they go to them week two and they win the rest of their games or they win, you know, uh, they start the wrong quarterback for the first two weeks. I remember yeah. the Oh one Colorado team and, and that that's exactly what happened. And it's a shame you're judged by that off of, I this, mean, look no yeah. further than, uh, than Ohio state in 2014, the first year of the college football playoff, uh, the quarterback situation. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess he's Braxton Miller was new at that point or I forget exactly what the quarterback situation was there. Uh, maybe Barrett went down, I think, or something, something to that effect. And they dropped one to tech. Okay. And then they go on and win the rest v- of their Virginia game. tech is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Virginia tech beat them in Columbus. They win the rest of their games. They were, they were number six uh, the night before uh, the college football playoff through because they benefit the blue bloods, Ohio state was able to get in, but we, do we know that they were better than TCU that year? No, we do not. They, they, Ohio State was a great team that year. TCU was arguably better, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so that that's why it's disappointing. But the point is, is that once they got in, they won it all, and that would happen plenty of times if you expanded more. But anyway, Patty C. Duke, Carolina. Uh, some say it was the best college basketball game uh, in a long time. I say it was the best since last year when we had UCLA Gonzaga. Now we didn't have fans in the stands, so that affected it. But I thought UCLA Gonzaga was one of the best basketball games in a long time as well. Uh, well, the game itself was uh, just as good, but the, if not better. But the, I mean, this game was amazing, and it's like it, it might this game might have actually been straight up better. Um, but the stakes of this one, obviously, insane, obviously, yeah, best rivalry I think in sports. And then you had Coach K's final game. Were you shocked by that or? What'd you make of uh, of uh, Duke Carolina first time in the in the NCAA tournament? 
Uh, I mean, it lived up to the hype a hundred percent, obviously um, that, and then a bunch, but uh, was I, I was shocked that coach K took the L there. Of course I thought uh, Duke would be able to pull it all together and make it happen. But I do think maybe the, uh, the experience helped uh, UNC there. And um, at the end, that's kind of what it came down to, you know, free throws and Caleb love you know, a clutch player gl- yep. going off. And then you had on the other and side, manic was going off in the clutch too. <laughs> yeah. Huge three in the corner there. What a game. Um, and, and what a win for, for the Carolina fans out there. That's why, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but it'd be great to see an Auburn, Alabama playoff game or, or Texas, Oklahoma playoff game. The stakes would be even higher. Um, uh, I, but you identified while we were watching the game uh, the exact equivalent in football that the Duke UNC rivalry is because we don't like either of these teams. We kind of both grow, grew up hating both of these teams. Um, so <laughs> tell the fans who who it is, and and you guys out there is, is judge if this is accurate. I thought it was perfect. Florida, Florida State, right? Uh, in the yeah. '90s, they met in the national championship. Spurrier against Bowden. At the time, I, I didn't care for either coach. And I actually yeah. like hated both teams. I think, I think I ended up rooting for Florida that game. I'm not even sure. Um, I think I was rooting for Florida that game, but I might not have because I might've been watching with a Florida friend. state was really hateable, but so was Florida. Yeah. They were both uh, extremely hateable. I, yeah. I, I can't, but yeah, that. I can't recall what side of it I was on because I have a good friend that was a Florida fan. So I know if I was watching it with him, then I was probably rooting for Florida state, but you know, I, I rooted for Florida state. Most of that rivalry, just because I thought I, I hated Florida so much, but uh, for that one game for Werfel, especially when after Florida state got him in the regular season in Tallahassee, I felt bad for him. And because I thought Fred Taylor was so tight, uh, which we have to talk about that too. At some point, um, when that was the, pretty much the one I rooted for Florida on Wednesday's college football experience, by the way, last college basketball game of the season, obviously we're, we're, we're hurt to, to, you know, to, to announce that, but obviously this is the national championship. It's the end of the road uh, as we, we gear up. So subscribe to the college basketball experience. We will have episodes talking about the coaching carousel and the transfer portal and, and some recruiting news, but we are, are scheduled to make a shift to college football preseason talk uh, this, this upcoming week. So subscribe to the college football experience as well. Now, look, we talked to Carolina. Can don't, don't forget up? about USFL gambling podcast. That is right. Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast season kicks April 16th. We will have you covered on the sports gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network and the USFL gambling podcast. Me, Patty CNC, Nick, and a slew of our other friends will be contributing talking spring football. Um, but no, look, we talked to Carolina and then the other game, Kansas took care of uh, actually never trailed as they took Shit. care of Villanova. Um, they got out to a 10, nothing lead. Akbaji was absolutely on fire. I believe six for six from three. Um, and David McCormick just absolutely destroyed, uh, especially in the, actually the whole game, really uh, the bigs for Villanova. If you want to call them bigs um, and, and, uh, and Kansas rolls, they are the one seed. They're in the national championship and check us out three straight big 12 teams in the national championship, Texas tech, Baylor, and now Kansas shout out to the big 12. You want parody. 
there's three teams in three, uh, three, well in four years, but we didn't have a tournament in one of those years because of COVID. What did you make of that game? And it's like, to me, obviously Justin Moore was missed for Villanova. They were incredibly, they had a very thin rotation and that showed. And also they just, I, I just think they ran into a team that was red fucking hot from behind the arc and I, they didn't have anyone to guard really McCormick. So even if Justin Moore was healthy, I don't know that they would have won that game because once they started doubling McCormick, all the Kansas guards were open and they were burying threes shooting at a ridiculous percent. But what'd you, what, what'd you think uh, of that game? I mean, exactly what you're saying. Kansas was just on fire shooting. Um, from a defensive standpoint, you're right. Uh, the bigs from Villanova weren't closing out super well on the threes for whatever reason. Uh, I forget who their center's name is off the top of my head. He uh, was Dixon. Um, Dixon. Huh? Dixon. Yeah. yeah. Dixon from Centerville, Virginia. On. Yeah. He was from Centerville, Virginia. There it yeah. is. Yeah. About 15 minutes from our, our stomping grounds. Um, shout out to the Concord district. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he wasn't able to get out on those threes and uh, Kansas was making a pay for it. And Agbaji, whether covered or not was splashing pretty much every shot he took. So what do you want? And then yeah, McCormick blows up and goes for 25 despite his season season average being like 10 and a half points. So the, the, the lack of uh dominant big for Villanova showed up there and there's just no, no messing with uh, Kansas. They were dialed in. Yeah. And uh, look, I, I, I know some people talk trash about, uh, uh, on social media, they were coming at us for uh, the Kansas love. I faded Kansas because I thought that bracket was easy, and I thought they got fortunate breaks. Even in that game, I, I shouldn't have faded him clearly, but um, they did have Justin Moore out. Now I still think on that performance they would have won regardless. But you can't tell me it wasn't a great break that they had Mitch Lightfoot and Nebhard out for Creighton, and then they they avoided really they, just getting that side of the bracket. I thought was was a, a nice break. But hey, uh, these things happen. They've still got to win the games. Bill Self should be credited, and the Jayhawks should be credited for that. And here they are with a chance to win a national championship in the Roy Williams Bowl. I'm going to call this one. Um, <laughs> I will say this. I mean, yeah, we we we've given them a hard time about the cakewalk, and there is some truth to that. Are they playing great basketball, or did they play good basketball against Villanova? Yes, they, they scooted by a couple close games earlier in the tournament. So it, let's hope they continue that uh, because we definitely won't, don't want to see North Carolina win the championship. Uh, I'm assuming, but um, actually, I, I could give a, a rat's ass which one wins as long as we get a good game here. I, I'm I'm rooting for Kansas a little bit, but. Um, I would say maybe statistically, I'd be interested to see whether this is the easiest run in terms of the opponent's seeds, combined seeds that any team has ever faced. Maybe the highest uh, that that's won the tournament. That is because I mean, they're playing an eight seed in the championship. Did they even see uh, they didn't see a two seed from the uh, bottom of their own bracket? The, the, who would they face the uh, well, 11 not, seed? Yeah. And, and, and from the uh, bottom that what the they got, seed, was it? they got what Providence, then they got Miami. Yeah. They got a double digit seed in the elite eight. So they get an eight in the national championship, a double digit seed in the elite eight. And, uh, and, 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 and that's not even factoring the injuries they got Hey, yeah. sometimes though, it's better to be lucky than be good sometimes, but they are, I think a little, a mixture of both. So here we are national championship. The, I think it's going to be a fantastic national championship. Um, before we dive into the spread and our picks, let's talk about the actual matchup. I actually think now, obviously we, we got Armando Baycott who said, you know, 
you'd have to cut his foot off for him not to play. He's playing. He's saying, (laughs) now I wonder how efficient will he be with, you know, he kind of got a a rolled up ankle late in that Duke game. Um, Yeah. Two days, not a lot of time to recover there. I think this, that's the true storyline is how healthy is. Cause if he's even 90%, I think North Carolina has got the, uh, the advantage on the bigs. Um, that, but that is interesting. David McCormick uh, of Southern Virginia, Armando Baycott from Southern Virginia. They're going to be going at it. Uh, two bigs from, uh, from, from Virginia, from the same neck wasn't, of the woods. Uh, wasn't Williams from Southern Virginia too for Duke. And and Dixon for Villanova, um, or not 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 Southern <laughs> all, Virginia, but he was from Northern Virginia, but still Virginia. We yeah. we had an all Virginia uh, center final four, <laughs> um, and, and none of them went to UVA or Virginia Tech. Impressive. Um, so <laughs> I think you, you 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 look at the analytics in this game, and actually I think you'd be surprised. So Carolina plays at the faster pace, which obviously pace doesn't necessarily win you games, like a Tony Bennett's national championship. Uh, just a few years ago, but um, when it comes to field goal percentage, now this one, Kansas is more is, is 17th in the nation in field goal percentage. UNC is 108th. Um, three point percentage, though. You know who's the better three point shooting team? It's North Carolina, right? Interesting. And, and the better free throw shooting team, North Carolina by a mile, right? Mm. And here's the thing that I I really have circled. And once again, this is all pending Baycott's health. But Kansas was able to get second and third chance points against Villanova. I thought that was one of the the keys of the game for them. Well, hate to tell you this, Jayhawk fans, but Carolina is a much better rebounding team than you. They are the fifth best rebounding team in the nation. Kansas at thirtieth. So, um, yes, Kansas is still a good rebounding team, but Carolina—that's their strength. I mean, here's the, here's the, uh, the other rub here. I mean, statistically, yeah, th- those are, those are important numbers and, and usually like among the more important predictive metrics, uh, rebounds, obviously free throws, all the things that matter down the stretch, um, three point shooting. Um, so edge you're saying Carolina there, they've been playing great basketball, obviously the rough start under Hubert Davis, but you know, the second half of the year and, uh, and the tournament they're showing themselves to be an elite elite team. So there, I, I would say, don't at all be uh, fooled by the eight seed here and consider them a massive um, underdog. And having already heard what the point spread is, I can tell you I'm on Carolina uh, yeah. there. Well, well mm-hmm. uh, the analytics, I almost think lie to you because they're, they're judging these numbers back from, you know, three months ago, four months ago. If you were to look at them in the past month, I think they might be the number one team. Uh, according to Bart Torvik, they're the number one team in the nation. Carolina is so um, yeah, they might, you pull up the defensive rating and say, Oh, they're 172nd in defensive rating. Right. Which is, uh, mm-hmm. but by the way, if they win this, this will disprove the, uh, the top 20 theory of you gotta be top 20 offensively and defensively, uh, in Ken Palm to, uh, to win a national championship because North Carolina is not sniffing that. However, they have been playing very good defense in the NCAA tournament. If you look at all these games, they held Marquette to 63. They held UCLA to 66. They held St. Peter's to 49. Now Duke, who's probably the, one of the best offensive teams in the nation, 77 points, but still point is, is that Carolina is playing much better defense than they had all year. So I, I think you throw all these things together. Now here's another interesting matchup. 
we talk about the Baycott McCormick matchup. Carolina has probably, if you watched any of the Duke game past two Carolina Duke matchups, AJ Griffin, who had been a double digit performer for Duke offensively has been ghosted by leaky black. Who's one of the best defensive players in all of college basketball. Mm-hmm. He is going to be guarding Akbaji, which I think is a perfect matchup between Baycott being on McCormick. If Baycott is healthy and yeah. having leaky black guard Akbaji, I think Kansas is going to struggle to score the ball. That's why I think Remy Martin, who kind of was at kind of was ghost town uh, against Villanova needs to have a big game because I don't see them having the same success offensively with Akbaji and McCormick in this game. And you saw when McCormick went off the, off the court in the Villanova game, that's when Villanova made the run, cut it down to six to cut it down to seven. I actually think Carolina matches up well against them because then you have essentially Remy Martin, uh, who he's, like I said, he's a, a gigantic X factor to me. You know, uh, what he's had two bad games in a row, but before that he was getting, I think he had two 20 point games and then a, 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 a game in the, in the high teens, he yeah. needs to get off because I can tell you, Caleb love is playing at an elite level right now. And especially with the game on the line, I don't know if I'd, I think I'd rather have Caleb love with the ball than anyone in the NCAA tournament. So him and RJ Davis yeah. are playing. I think that favors that. I think that tilts North Carolina's hand. Now I know North Carolina is all like the money is coming all over Carolina, right? Yeah. Which scares me. But at the same time, I just think it's a great matchup for them. Even Brady manic. I think he's going to get his looks away yeah, from I the pass. Who's going to lock him yeah. down now on the flip side of that, because they have enough weapons on Kansas, like that Christian Braun, I guess. Yeah. What's up? Christian Braun's going to need to have a great yeah. game. Um, uh, uh, Jalen Wilson. I can see Braun getting off. Well, he's going to need to, because I'm telling you, like I, I, I highly doubt Caleb love has, has a bad game. He's going to be efficient in some way. He just dropped 28 on Duke. Yeah. All right. Like this, this he's gonna, he's been a monster all tournament. RJ Davis. I mean, I think, I think the matchup really favors Carolina. I really do. And I'm not, I I'm like you, I would much rather see Kansas win this game. I grew up hating North Carolina. I don't really have much animosity towards Kansas. I mean, sure. They, they got caught in this probe, um, bill self taking the high road, but I mean, uh, <laughs> right. I love how no one's mentioning that, but, um, but yes, this line is at four. Four and yeah, a half. How Shop is that storyline just, yeah, just under the radar right now? <laughs> that just goes to show exactly. Uh, what, what's Tarkanian's quote there? Yes, uh, classic Jerry Tarkanian quote when they came for UNLV, which I, I truly believe, I truly believe the NCAA was racist at that point, and and perhaps still, I don't know, but um, <laughs> they came at Tarkanian. And, 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 you know, he, first off, he sued the NCAA and won one of the only ones that actually, they paid him millions of dollars because he won. Nice. And he says, look, uh, Kentucky got caught cheating. So that means they're going to, uh, they're going to, uh, penalize Cleveland state. They're going to hit uh, Cleveland state with a postseason ban for five years. Right. Which I think is spot <laughs> on. I think it's spot on. And, and over time, Tarkanian is looking like a genius because they protect. We saw it with Carolina. They not that long ago. They were part of one. 
Now they, they took it to court and the NCAA just didn't have the the money and the, and the resources to really stay, stay like they said, fuck you, prove it. And the, and they couldn't. Yeah. So couldn't, they couldn't handle the court court delays and court fees for yeah, as long as North Carolina yeah. could. So uh, oh, and, and Kansas got a little bit of past year. So both these teams, I guess, got there's blood on both these teams' hands. But um, here we are, Carolina Duke four and a half four. I it's lined open at three and a half. I'm seeing it at four four and a half. Um, so shop around. Uh, here you go. Here's a question for you. What's coaching that? edge? I think you have to have Bill Self as the coaching edge, and I'm not. Uh, I think Hubert Davis is doing av- outstanding, and I, I laughed when people were calling for him to be fired after losing to Pitt and stuff. But, um, I, I yeah, you gotta say Self. He's won a national yeah. championship before. Yeah, so that almost, in my opinion, takes some pressure off of Self. But I would say Carolina is the ultimate. I mean, people are thinking, oh, they're going to be emotionally drained after that huge game. I think they're energized by it and they're playing with house money, you know? And and another think, thing is I think the Duke fans are out of there. They've probably sold their tickets. I think this is going to be a Carolina crowd. Now Kansas travels well too, but I still expect this to be because of the Duke Carolina game. They stayed in new Orleans. I expect it to be more you, a UNC crowd than it is Kansas. Hmm. Uh, uh, you, you may be right about that. I would say geographically, Kansas is probably a little closer, no, but it's the but fact that they're already there for the Duke Carolina game. That was yeah. the hottest ticket. Uh, trust me. Anyone that I went to, to Carolina, they were there a- yeah, any passionate it, it, like Kansas. They're in the final four a lot. So, I mean, I'm sure they still had a good, rep, you know, good showing, but I care. That's the biggest game in Carolina history. And that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I would that's expect true. that to be a, 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 maybe a 60, 40 Carolina crowd. Um, and also Carolina just nationally, I feel like is a bigger brand than Kansas. So a little bit, yeah, a yeah, little bit. I mean the whole Jordan aspect alone. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. getting four points plus plus one fifty five on the money line. I hate to say this Pat, cause I'm going to be rooting for the Jayhawks, I guess. But I mean, once I place this wager, going, which I'm doing you right money now, line? I am too. I'm taking money line. I oh, think it's man. a bad matchup for Kansas. Baycott's. Uh, I think I agree with you, man. Baycott's health is the only thing. Like if he's, if he's slow and McCormick, cause I, I think if both are healthy, Baycott's way better than McCormick. Now, yeah. if supposedly if, both playing on one foot, is that the deal? I don't I'm not buying into that McCormick. He's uh, all one foot bullshit, but um, uh, I, I, you're going to take Carolina on the money line. Or you're going to take the four. Uh, or both. I'm certainly yeah. taking the four and I am tempted to take the money line. I think I am. Yeah. And, and the over unders at one fifty two and a half. I lean under cause the, of what I just told you. First off, I cashed what? that, that Duke Carolina under a lot of people gave me shit for that one. Um, Leaky black is going to be on Akbaji. So I think you have that. Yeah, he's a athletic, long rangy experienced wing defender. You know, and I, and I agree. I think they match up perfectly defensively. And even if Baycott isn't all the way healthy, then his scoring will go down. So I think the under is the play here. Unless this game goes into overtime or something here, I'm going to take the under as well. Now, let me ask you this, buddy. Uh, well, I guess, do you have a lean on, on over or under 152 and a half? Uh, I'm going to say under as well. I, I, I don't have a strong lean on that. I think that's going to be about where it hits. But um, 
but yeah, I guess I'll lean under just because I think if anything, like we just saw in the uh, women's game, another team can match up uh, really well. Maybe we should touch on that for a second, but um, yeah, I think maybe we, uh, I, I didn't North watch Carolina any of it, pull buddy. away here. I didn't watch any of it either. I just want to say both of the Ariyama was a UVA coach. Don Staley was a UVA player. Neither is at UVA right now. They're both in the national championship, of course. So, so this shout is out to the, the game of a Virginia uh, resident. <laughs> you got your championship a couple Virginia years resident. ago. Um, That's true. That's true. Shout out to the Gamecocks, though. Nice, nice, nice natty there. Okay, props destroyed them by twenty five. Good lord. Mm. Hopefully, to, to this game will be better than that. Uh, yeah. Props. There's a ton of great props for this guys. And if you haven't checked out these props, I mean, I cashed in on Baycott's uh, rebounding over. Uh, I cashed in on a few. I mean, yes, I did get, I did lose Akbaji. I had Akbaji under two and a half threes against Villanova in like at the 17 minute mark, he hit the, of the first half 17 minute mark. So three minutes into the game, he cooked my, my, my wager there, but <laughs> that's what's great is you have these awesome, these awesome props looking at the first one. So uh player prop specials right now, you have Caleb love five plus threes made at plus plus one seventy five. I think that's kind of crazy. I mean, how many times does a player uh, hit six? Not threes? much value there. And yeah, five freaking threes. What is he? Steph Curry here? Yeah. Brady Manic, the same situation. Five plus threes at plus 200. Akbaji plus 25 points plus 450. I don't think he'll get that. I do think we should circle this one. Caleb love plus 500 uh, on 25 points or more. He just scored 28. I think he had a similar yeah. number against UCLA. I think if you're going to take some of these wild ones, I think you should consider this one plus 500. Now Brady Manick, 25 points or more plus 500 as well. I don't know why you would take that because I it's think too many points for Manick love, I think could do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Manick. Uh, I do think he's going to, I think uh, I've been waiting to say this one. It's going to be a manic Monday. I actually want to look up and see how he's done on Monday games uh, throughout the season. Maybe manic Monday should be a thing. There you go. Um, I'm going to use some other, I'm going to use some other eighties music. Ready? Just another manic Monday. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) We just lost our whole, our whole audience. Um, I'll be singing eighties uh, pop, pop, uh, female pop music. <laughs> How about Baycott? Uh, 20 points, 20 boards plus 800. He had what? Like 22 boards and like 14 points or 12 points or something. I feel like the other night, I think it was, I think it was 12 or, or, or 11, but Hey, that's if you're going to throw something, I think you throw maybe a, 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 maybe just sprinkle a little bit on that. Um, some of these other ones are wild, but, uh, how about, uh, hop over to, to points. Like I said, they have this for all, like the starters really. And the key players, um, over under on port on, on points, Brady Manick over under 16 and a half, Caleb love over 17 and a half Christian Braun over 12 and a half, uh, Dewan Harris over five and a half, uh, David McCormick over 10 and a half, uh, Jalen Wilson over 12 and a half. I feel like on the off chance that, uh, that um, uh, Baycott is struggling with that foot. Then the McCormick getting 10 and a half after dropping 25 last game, you know, obviously it's a different situation, but if, if Baycott's hobbled, maybe that's worth making that bet. Not great value, but I know. like Caleb love over 17 and a half points. I think, I think that's a lock. Yeah. yeah. I think circle yeah, that one bet. right there. 
Um, Agbaji in this game, if he's national player of the year, 16 and a half should be a gimme. Uh, uh, the leaky black thing, it does stand though. So we'll see. Plus I feel like they just have a bunch of dudes that might be able to defend him. I'll be honest. But again, I, their defense, not, not great, but been better, been a lot better of late. Uh, I like the Caleb love over 17 and a half. And I like RJ Davis over 14 and a half. I think both those are appealing to me. Um, let's hop over to rebounds. And once this is, what's so great is having all these props for all this stuff. Um, now they don't have they don't have a rebounding prop for Baycott right Baycott. now because he's just destroying it. They're like, fuck that. He's off the board. Um, right. I mean, McCormick over seven and a half boards. I would think you're going to need to get that. You're going to need to get yeah. that. Yeah. Well, he's only averaging like six and a half. I want our 6.8 on the season. And uh, if, if, uh, on the flip side of that, if Baycott's full strength again and he's gobbling up the, all the boards on the inside, I don't know if McCormick's going to get there. It's a good point. You know? It's a very good point. So I might go under on that one. Uh, with with assist, I don't know. I don't think there's any assist that I like. How about threes? I think this is a good prop. Brady Manic over under two and a half threes. Caleb Love two and a half. Braun one and a half. Wilson a half. Akbaji one and a half. Remy Martin one and a half. R.J. Davis one and a half. You know which one I like? Mm. I like mm. Christian Braun over Braun. one and a half at yeah. plus one twenty. Good odds too. I'm gonna hit that. Yeah. And and I think you might there, you might as well take a shot on Caleb Love over two and a half. Yeah, two and a half though. I mean, Agbaji just banged out six. They're they're only saying one and a half for him. That's because they know I mean, Leaky how much, Black's uh, gonna be on him. Leaky Black's a very good defender, but we're talking about the national player of the year in the national championship game. One and a half threes. I mean, and and uh freaking Villanova has great uh defensive wings, you know? But Le- 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 Leaky Black guarded AJ a- Griffin, and let me just give you these stats from from AJ Griffin. He played 29 minutes, one for seven. One for seven. Mm. Uh, with that defense on AJ Griffin kind of just took him out of the game. We will see if he can do it against one of the best players in the nation in Ochai Akbaji. But uh, yeah, I don't know if there is there one, what about manic over two and a half? I'm not touching that. I'm, if anything, I go under uh, manic at two and a half on, on threes. Yeah. That's that's, I wouldn't touch it either way. That's right about where he's going to get. I feel like could be two, could be three, you know, we'll see. I wouldn't want to touch it, but I do think that you're right. Like with the, now how, who, who is going to be guarding who, if you had to like uh, match up top to bottom here, obviously Carolina starters, Baycott, Manic, uh, Davis, uh, love and black. Are there two forwards and three guards? I would imagine, then, I would imagine you have Manic against Jalen Wilson, which might be an advantage for Kansas that we're probably under. I mean, as far as la- like Wilson's odd though, he's like kind of a tweener, but manic uh, that, that's an interesting matchup there. But I, I think Baycott obviously against McCormick, I would imagine black on Akbaji. I would imagine. See, here's another thing is Remy Martin comes off the bench and normally gets more minutes than Harris. I would assume it's Remy Martin and RJ Davis and Caleb love and Christian Braun. Mm, that doesn't necessarily bode super well for Braun either. Um, 
but there's got to, I, I mean, with all the athleticism that Carolina has, I'm surprised. I, I'd be curious to see how much of a turnaround they've had defensively uh, and whether those stats are way better because 172 in the nation with all those athletes, uh, there's got to be a weak point. I don't know who it is. I mean, Manic would be my assumption, but he's, he's rangy. He's long, but they've yeah. been pretty damn good defensively in the NCAA tournament. Really? Since, since, uh, since late February. They've really gotcha. been a different team. That's why I'm saying the analytics kind of lie to you. Um, uh, it's going to be a hell of a game. I'm on Carolina on uh, plus the points, and I, I'm I'm taking Carolina on the money line. I'm also betting the under. I'm also betting the I'm, under. What's that? I'm with you on both of those first two. I'm not touching the over under there. All right. Well, uh, l- l- let me ask you this, Cole. What's that? The inner fan in you. Go what Jay do you want to see in this game? Now, all, all this, that aside, you know, just your own. Uh, we all, we obviously said we want Kansas to win here. Do you want to see Agbaji go off, have a have a memorable performance, or you just want to see Kansas get the win somehow? No, but obviously, I want to see a great game. I'd love to see a game that goes to overtime. You know, I'm 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 very aware that this is our last college basketball game until November. So uh, stretch it out. Let's have five lead changes <laughs> in the final uh, two minutes of regulation. Send it to overtime. And in overtime, uh, how about this uh, Christian Braun three pointer to pull the upset? I'm gonna have Carolina up five with about a minute and ten seconds left. I'm gonna have a three pointer, uh, old fashioned, th- <laughs> old fashioned three pointer by uh, by Agbaji, right? What is that? Uh, that okay, that that's a, yeah. a, a, a a two pointer, and he's fouled. Goes to the free throw line, cuts it down to two. They get a stop. And Braun hits a three to give them a one point lead and they get one more stop. Uh, or, or how about a buzzer beater? We haven't had a buzzer beater in the NCAA tournament yet. Well, I think the last time we had a buzzer beater in the championship, uh, Carolina was the victim of that, right? That's true. Uh, That's true. So maybe two in a row, but no, I'm, I, but, but at the same time I'm betting on Carolina. So I'm kind of in a uh, win-win situation here. Benedict dance back at it. Um, <laughs> uh, how about yourself? Uh, I like Agbaji, man. I I hear him talk. He seems like a really like you know just a, a straightforward good guy, you know. And so I'm I'm rooting for him. I hope he shows out well. And the fa- I like the fact that he came back for the senior year. Everyone's saying he listened to the uh, NBA scouts. They said you got to work on this, this, this. He put in all the work on the off season. So I want to see that rewarded. I want to see players staying a little extra and uh, and and staying in college basketball and enriching the sport. So I didn't come here to study. Come here studying. Studying sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. <laughs> uh, I am too, though. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. So you want? Ag- no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I just want Akbaji to do his thing. But other than that, just just give me a reason to keep the Carolina fans from you know blowing the top of my head off this year. <laughs> yeah, there you go, man. And uh, look, if I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. Benedict dad back at it. He can change. I am taking Carolina on the money line though. Look, my heart is for, for Kansas to win this, but my brain is telling me, uh, take the tar heels, take the, sometimes sometimes I know public dogs have fleas, but not, not in this one. I think, I think it's a nice matchup unless Baycott's health is not there. Give me the tar heels to get it done. Guys subscribe to the college basketball experience. Thank you all year. We've had a great time bringing you daily shows and, and weekly shows. Uh, obviously we, we brought you get, you know, we pick every single game division one style. If you're brand new, listen to this, we've been doing it for five years. Me, Patty, CNC, Nick, we've never had a year 
below 500. Uh, so it, thanks for rocking with us. If you've been a longtime listener all year, we, we did a podcast every single day of the college basketball season. So subscribe to the college basketball experience. We talk college basketball year round uh, just because the season's ending uh, t- uh, tomorrow. Um, doesn't mean we won't be talking hoops. We always will be Thad Mata just went to Butler. We're going to have that covered in, and all the other coaching changes and, and transfer portal news in episodes in the future. So subscribe and also subscribe to the college football experience because Hey, this week starts our real preseason grind uh, with college football as the season inches closer and closer and closer. We're just four months away from the season and we're just, Ooh. we're just what we're like 10 days away or something like two weeks away from the, uh, the USFL. So subscribe to the USFL gambling Pro- podcast. We will bring you uh picks me, Patty CNC, Nick, and our crew uh, all throughout the season, all what 10 weeks of that thing and the playoffs in Canton, Ohio. We will have you covered on the USFL gambling podcast. Football is here to stay year round. Uh, so subscribe to that. Subscribe to the sports gambling podcast network. Subscribe, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. You'll get access to all of our picks, podcast content. We got the NFL draft right around the corner. We got the, the masters subscribe to the golf gambling podcast. NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, Terrell Furman Jr. Just uh, hosting that NBA thing. And so if you, if if pro hoops is your thing, check that out. Uh, But we got you covered on, on the sports gambling podcast network. So check that, just check us out. All right. Enough, enough of me sitting over here. Like I'm Bobby, the brain Heenan. All right. Just, (laughs) just giving, giving love promoting. Uh, Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the college basketball experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. So check all those out folks. I appreciate you rocking with us all year. This is the college basketball experience national championship preview. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. (laughs) 